Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit Him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in Him. I want to expose Him for who He is, which is that awesome power He possesses, His pure greatness with a capital G, because He's that almighty, powerful, living, yes, you heard that right, I said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you're praising, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not an oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimoniously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Dear Father, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. Lord, it is raining outside, but this is the day that the Lord has made, that you have made, and we will rejoice. I'm already rejoicing and be glad in it because, Father, you awesome God and you can do anything and Lord we should praise you in the good weather the bad weather any type of weather we should praise you because you deserve all of our praises because you are God why not you are God father we ask you to look over the families that's in Florida and Puerto Rico and Dior and South Carolina this hurricane is is wrecking havoc over there. We ask you, Lord Jesus, just to look over them. Lord, we ask you, Lord Jesus, to protect those, Lord, the ones that are grieving, that lost loved ones. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to just wrap your loving arms around them. Let them know who you are. Father, we ask you, Lord Jesus, those who lost homes, Father, Lord Jesus, restore them. 
Give them back more than what they had. Father, we thank you, Lord. And, and, and help them to know who you are. Help them to know who you are. You are the Savior of the world. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for the Savior, being the Savior. We thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross. We thank you for him coming to, to rescue us from sin. We just thank you, Lord Jesus, because without him, where would we be? Where would we be? Father, that's why I uplift him. I uplift you, your son and the Holy Ghost up because y'all are the only superstars that I will lift up and promote on this his show. The enemy, he's not wanted here. We knock his block off in the name of Jesus. We knock him in the dirt in the name of Jesus. We tell him to shut his mouth in the name of Jesus because he's not wanted here. So, Father, Lord Jesus, I ask you, Lord, to speak through me, Lord Jesus. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to help me plant some seeds where seeds need to be planted, encouraging seeds, saving seeds, so somebody can, can get out of that rut, seeds where they can come to you and know who you are. Father, we just thank you. We give your name all the praise, all the honor and glory is yours because you deserve it all. And I thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. I pray. Amen. And amen. Amen. Say amen today. Say amen today. Because, hey, listen, wherever you at, under the sounds of my voice, it rained today. We didn't have 150 miles per hour wind tearing up our houses, flipping our cars over, turning over trees, Father. That is, oh, man, oh, man, we got to thank the Father for that. <laughs> because can you imagine your backyard that has this big old boat in it that the wind and lifted it up and then landed it in your backyard or you got this big old tree that fell <laughs> a tree is about 14 10 feet wide and the wind and toppled it over and and it's between your your house your 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 living room and your, your bedroom it's in the middle of the house thank god Thank God. Or the ones that went through it and they still alive to talk about it, to tell about it, their experience. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God, you know, have pain, have a little pain here. Thank God because you're alive with the pain. You know, you had a little operation, you know, and you made it through your little sore. Thank God you made it through because you're still alive and you're breathing you can still say lord i thank you you can say lord save me or you can say lord help me Trans transform me lord you can open your mouth and you can have breath and you can ask the lord for anything and the best thing you can ask the lord for with that breath that you have in your body is salvation lord save me because you need to be saved you need to be washed in the blood of the lamb yes you need him you need his forgiveness because let's go if you've been with me then you know second timothy 3 16 and 17 i'm gonna i'm gonna read this one first i got a bunch of them and this is all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be purpose, perfect, sorry, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Why did I read that first? Because all scriptures is given by inspiration because the next scripture is the best scripture that is inspiration that will inspire you to love the Lord because 
Lamentations 3.22 to 23 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. <laughs> Great is thy faithfulness. And I'm going to throw another one in there. Romans 12.1. And it says, I beseech you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Why did you read that one before you read this one? Because Hebrews 9.22 says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So he had to shed his blood. So sin can be put in remission. So your sins can be washed. So you can put yourself on the altar and present your body a living sacrifice so you can be washed and cleansed. When you go on the altar, the altar burns stuff up so it burns out all of that gobbledygook, all that stuff that you don't need. Right? And then now we jump to this one, Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Now we know God is not a man. God is God. God can speak things in existence. <laughs> God was here before anything else was here. God made the universe. God made everything. Even you and me. Right? Even you and me. Genesis 1 and 1 says, In the beginning, God. Simple and plain. You don't have to read nothing else to know that there was a God before the beginning. It was God. And he's not a man. And neither the son of man. He wasn't born because he was here. He was and is God. So then now it leads me to the last scripture before I go to the show, which is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Wow, what a way to start what a way to start my planting the seeds show number 98 yeah getting up there number 98 and um, i'm going to give you the scripture first yes i'm going to do it like that i'm not going to normally give you the title first but i'm going to give you the scripture first and then i'm going to tell you what the title of the show is maybe you can kind of guess what it is when I read you this, right? And it says, Zechariah, Zechariah 1 to 8. Zechariah 1 to 8. And it says, And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. It is not this a brand pluck, plucked out of the fire. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spoke unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with chains of raiment. Hallelujah. And I said, Let them set a fair meter upon his head. So they set a fair mitre upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by, and the angel of the Lord protested unto Joshua, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, If thy walk in my ways, and if thy will keep my charge, then thy, then thy shall also judge my heart 
sorry, I'm sorry, also judge my house and shall also keep my courts. And I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by. Hear now, O Joshua, the high priest, thou and thy fellows that sit before thee, for they are men wandered at four. Behold, I will bring forth my servant, the branch. Now, reading this, you know that it's a court scene. You know that somebody is being judged and you have the accuser and you have the defender, right? Somebody is being trying, somebody's trying to put the other in jail and the other one is trying to be released. The other one is trying not to be put in jail, bondage. So you have a accuser, right? Prosecutor. Then you have the defendant one who's who's trying to prove that he's not guilty but in this scene we know satan is the accuser of the brethren he is the one that's trying to accuse everybody if we if 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 anything he's the one pointing the finger at all of us all the saints of god all the christians he's the one pointing the finger at us yeah he did it yeah he did it he did that he did that He's pointing a finger at us for stuff that we did years ago. Yeah, he did that. You remember? Remember when he did that stuff that's been covered and washed under the blood years ago? And he's the only joker that reminds you of stuff that you did 20, 30 years ago. And you know what he reminds you of stuff like that, when God is getting ready to take you to a different level, when he's about to elevate you in your spirituality, he's about to elevate you in, in, in your walk with him, I would get on my knees. <laughs> in the minute I'll get on my knees, and you know you try to empty your mind of all unrighteousness. You try to empty your mind of all the stuff that's going around you. And the minute you get on your knees and before you can <coughs> excuse me and before you can say Father the enemy didn't send something to you that you did 30 years ago and you have to rebuke him just like the Lord rebuked him and Zechariah wanted to say, he said, I rebuke you, Satan. The Lord rebuke you. <laughs> because the Lord has chosen me because I chosen him. So you have to rebuke the Satan when he bringing all of this stuff, gobbledygook, to you when you're about to serve and worship your God. Right? And I say all of that because the title of today's show planting the show planting the seed show number 98 is withholding evidence yeah i like that i like that withholding evidence right and what the enemy does he's accusing you of stuff but he's not withholding evidence he's telling it all the way live he's telling you the truth yeah you slept with that woman yeah, David, King David, you slept with what's the name's wife. You supposed to die. You supposed to be stoned to death because that's fornication. You're not supposed to be sleeping with somebody else's wife. Yeah, King David. But it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. And King David got on his knees and he asked the Lord for forgiveness. Just like we got on our knees and we asked the Lord for forgiveness. See what the accuser of the brethren, he accused you of stuff that you've been forgiven of. But he keeps bringing it up, keeps bringing it up, keeps bringing it up, keeps bringing it up. Now let me read to you what... Withholding enemy, withholding evidence is. 
it's the failure to give evidence that need to be given or not disclosing some piece of information when asked to do so. That's what the enemy is doing. He's bringing, he's giving the information and, he, and, and he's telling, Lord, this guy is a liar. Lord, this guy is a, is a, is a backbite. Lord, this guy, he, he, he's an idol worship. This guy is this, this guy is that. And he's telling. But if you're covered under the blood, if God had washed you under the blood, he's going to tell the devil, Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. Get that out of here. And what we do as saints of God, we knock his block off in the name of Jesus because we are washed under the blood. Now, why did you say withholding evidence? Because we hold withhold evidence. We hold with evidence from ourselves because we don't stand strong in the Lord in the power of his might. We don't do that. We don't put on the whole arm of God. We withholding our own evidence and the enemy sitting there saying, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 uh. Like, you know how you have these, uh, remember the Central Park Five who uh, who got sent to jail for something that they didn't even do. And they was just given, given they coerced them at first, but then they was bringing up evidence that was like wait 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 hold up just don't just don't add up or they was having them they was young and they was having them sign paper document because they was like listen you want to go home just sign this paper just write this so you can go home and they thought they was going home but they went to jail lord have mercy or think about all of these cases people then did years and years of of time and they withheld evidence because they wanted to put them in jail race they do that with race because jail is filled with a whole lot of minorities black spanish not that many whites on uh, on Rackers Island, not that many whites, but it's a lot of blacks and Hispanics, you know, brown colored, black colored, brown colored skin people on the, on the island because the DA and the prosecutors are lying to put them in there because they want to keep their record and they don't want to lose a case. So what they do, they withhold evidence. Or they get somebody to lie on you. See, that's what the devil is doing. The devil is not lying. He's telling the truth, but he wants you to fall. He wants you to be bound up. He wants you to go to jail. So what, what these lawyers are doing, the DA, the prosecutors are doing, is called spoliation. Spoliation is the, the, the evidence, intentional, reckless, or neg negligent withholding, hiding, altering, fabricating, or destroying evidence. See, what the devil don't do, he don't, it's no, it's no, it's no big deal for him to tell you that, yeah, go ahead and doubt God. God is not going to do it because he know God whooped his butt and he know God is the savior. Uh, he gave his son and his son is the savior of the world and he know that he only has a short bit of time so what he does he tells you yeah, go ahead you got time yeah go ahead you can do that he's lying to you he is lying to you because he wants you to stay bound up but see what happens when it withholding evidence we're withholding evidence from ourselves you know why we are holding with evidence from ourselves because we don't read the word of god yeah, I said it. If you don't read the word of God, you're withholding evidence from yourself. 
How would you know to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might? And then when you read down a little further, then it tells you to put on the whole armor of God. The Bible says men perish because of lack of knowledge. So we withhold evidence from ourselves because we're not researching the Bible. We're not in this book like we are in Facebook or Instagram or, as my mother would say, that one-eyed monster. You're looking at that one-eyed monster for hours upon hours. I was guilty of that. Upon hours and hours binge-watching Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Prime. You, you, you're watching all of that, and it's nothing but gobbledygook. What is happening is that your eyes are the windows to your soul. And what you're doing, you're looking at this stuff, and the stuff is creeping in. It's seeping in through your eyes. And then you have your ears, and you're listening to all of this stuff, and then it's seeping in through your ears. So it's coming in through your eyes and through your ears because whatever you watch your subconsciousness takes that in whatever you hear right your subconsciousness takes that in and then you ever notice how you can you can you can imitate a line from the a movie you know like like uh the 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 Ray Charles movie, you know, when he said, I can make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that that just is in your subconscious mind. You know, I was watching this Chicago PD and, and the guy, the guy that's on the show, he 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 has this deep voice, you know. And 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 he nobody fears this guy. But one day I was trying to imitate him but then I was like no, no let me stop imitating him and let me imitate Jesus when he says love one another when he said I am the way the truth and the life when he says when he says be holy for I am holy when he said blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God you know let me be pure let me deny myself and let me follow him and that's what the thing about it is like when you deny yourself, you're withholding back the world. I don't want the world. Get out of here. But when you deny yourself the word of God, you're withholding back precious evidence of blessings, precious evidence of promises, precious evidence of power. You know, because the Bible says. Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive power. And the only way you're going to get that power is that you got to be plugged into something. You can't get this power, this Holy Ghost power, this power through the blood of Jesus, this, 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 this way of using. You can't use God's name if you don't have, if you can't be in plug, if you're not plugged in into him you know what i mean so if you're not plugged into god you can't say in the name of jesus the blood of jesus because you're not plugged in because if you're not plugged in if you're not using if you're not reading his word you wouldn't even go you'd be trying to do it on your own you wouldn't be trying to bind the hand of satan you'd be trying to smack somebody upside the hand with your hand with your hands their head with your hands or you'd be trying to get a stick oh yeah i'm a Smack you upside your head with this two by four. And let me get this knife. You be trying to do stuff on your own. But see, but when you're a Christian, when you give your life over to God. Right. And you change sides, then you have power. You've been washed in the blood of the lamb. And then now you can say in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Which is not your power, but then. It's his power because he is protecting you. 
Hmm. You know, the Bible says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So when you have that, you're not withholding evidence because you have you have all the evidence that you need to survive, to, to be victorious. You have all the evidence that you need. But see, but when you don't read your word, you don't do like as the Lord says, then you you withholding evidence from yourself, the evidence of surviving, the evidence of being an overcomer. The evidence that <coughs> W's a lot. The evidence of becoming victimonious. <clears throat> Read this verse for you. W's a liar. Psalms 37. Psalms 37 says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquities for thy shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herbs trust in the lord and do good so shall thy dwell in the land and verily thou shall be led delight thyself also in the lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart commit thy ways unto the lord Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thou judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth. In his ways because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Right there, that's enough evidence for you to succeed, to be an overcomer. That's enough evidence. So when Jesus said, I've, I've overcome the world. You have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world i mean can you imagine can you just picture his face when he said that be of good cheer i've overcome the world so if i've overcome the world that means you've overcome the world because through him we are victorious right so when we don't read the word of god which i'm going to encourage y'all to read the word of god because when you don't Read the word of God. You're withholding evidence, precious promises, precious victories. Because the Bible says, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions. Check it out. In righteousness. It says that the man of God may be perfect. Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So when you stand before God and you know this scripture, you don't know this scripture and, and, and God is judging you and he says, you wasn't holy, meaning to set, set, your side, set yourself aside, you know, being like, the Lord, because he said, be holy for I am holy, right? Sanctified, which meaning that you're separating yourself. You don't want to do what you used to do. All the things that you used to say, how you used to say it, you don't say it no more. All the places that you used to go, you don't go no more, no, no more because it's evil. So what you do. Sanctify yourself. Enemy can't say, yo, come on, come on. Like if you go, then you're withholding evidence from yourself. You're saying, well, okay. So then now when the judge asks you, you know, you stand before someplace or you, you know, your parents, you ask your child, 
uh, or or you're on the boss, you're you're on a job, and your boss says, hey, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> and you don't have no no answer. I used to tell my kids, "Don't tell me I don't know. I don't want to hear I don't know. You did it for some reason. Why did you do that?" You can't say I don't know, especially if you have all of this evidence in this book that tells you that you shouldn't do it. The evidence in this blueprint, this blueprint called the Bible, it has a whole lot of evidence in here on how to not sin, on how to be an overcomer, to how not to let the enemy trick you because it's a whole bunch of evidence of how people got tripped, tricked up. Samson tricked up his flesh. You know? Look at him. Look at Judas tricked up. Look at Peter tricked up. Look at Lot's wife tricked up. You know, look at look at Abraham tricked up. His wife says, yo, take my hand, maiden. You know, have a baby by her. And he said, oh, okay. <laughs> and then look what happened. She wasn't liking him because she was like, oh, you, you had a baby. Oh, it's my baby. Oh, no. And then now she had to get rid of him. Where's your son at, uh, uh, Abraham? Well, she, they had to leave. So then now you have to have one by when God said, is there nothing too hard for me? And God provided for them to have a baby. You know? So what happened is a lot of evidence in it how people overcame. Elijah, when he was with the 150 false prophets overcome is evidence that if you trust and believe in God, it can be done. <laughs> Joseph, sold into slavery by his brothers, show you that evidence that you, if you trust and you believe in God and, and you have faith and patience that he will exalt you as ruler, as king over your enemies, over your brothers, and then to forgive them, evidence. Stop withholding the evidence. You can do it. You can do it. What's that movie? You can do it. <laughs> right? So stop withholding evidence from yourself because what happens is that now if you go to Psalms 73, Psalm 73 says, and I'm going to start at the third verse, and it says, For I was envious at the foolish, because he was blinded, you didn't know. He was looking at what they had. He was looking at all that stuff, but you wasn't looking at the evidence of the Lord will survive, the Lord will provide, the Lord is and healer. The Lord is a provider. The Lord is the host, the high host. The Lord is the captain of your ship. You saying, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for there are no bands in their death. You know, I just had somebody died in my family, but the wicked, it ain't no death in them, but their strength is firm. Why are they not dying? But people in my family are dying. said, they're not in trouble as other men. Well, yeah, I got in trouble because I owe this bill. <laughs> my son went to jail because he, he owed taxes. Neither are they plagued like other men. You know, my aunt got sick. My uncle, he's sick. He got that, that rheumatoid. He got that, that ritus. They don't have the arthritis, you know, pride, therefore pride compasses them about as a chain, they're prideful, but you know, I'm humble, well, I'm a humble, but they, they so prideful, 
violence cover them as a garment. You know, they do, they doing that and they getting away with it. I run a red light and I get a ticket. I run a red light and the cops are standing right there. They run a red light and they don't, you know, <laughs> their eyes stand out with fatness. That means they're just prosperous and stuff and they just foul. I can, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at stuff, yeah, mm -hmm. looking down at people. But I don't do that, Lord. I don't do that, right? They have more than their hearts could wish. Oh, man, they got, I don't have nothing. I don't, and you're sitting there and you're looking at these wicked people. They speak lawfully. They are corrupt. They speak wickedly concerning oppression. <laughs> yeah, man, lock his behind up. Lord, let him go, and you're praying for them to be let go. Lock his butt up. That's what they're saying. They set their mouths against the heavens, and their tongues worketh through the earth. <laughs> man, it's too hot out here. It's too cold out here instead of giving God praises and blessing them because this is the Lord's today that the Lord has made. Oh, it's too this, it's too that. Oh. <laughs> you know, but we're blessing the Lord. And then how they say, they look, therefore the people return hither, right? And waters of a full cup will run out of them and they say, how doth God know? And there, and is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Mm -mm -mm. See how you, if you didn't know no better, that's when you're withholding the evidence from yourself. If you didn't know no better, this is what you'd be saying. You know, even some of us who do know better, that's what we say, why, Lord? You'd be asking, Lord, why, Lord, why, 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 why? But check this one out. When I thought, of, when I thought to know this, uh, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. That's when you went in there and you start reading over your documents, when you start researching your case, when you start looking at... I mean, listen, I used to have guys... In the jail system, they used to sit there, and they wouldn't go to the law library. They wouldn't try to try to get their case or get certain documents so they can get out of jail. They would just sit there in the day room watching TV, you know. And it was like it was like you want certain guys like yo, where is law library? I need to go to the law library. I gotta I gotta research this case because they doing some foul stuff to me, and I need to go. And, and this is what's happening. The devil is doing this foul stuff to you and you're not researching the Bible. You, you're withholding evidence from yourself because now you're looking at them when you should, you should be looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, right? It says, until I went into the sanctuary of God and went to the law library, then I understood I therein. I understood what was going to happen to them. You know why I understood what was going to happen to them? Because they don't have the Lord. They're not plugged into God. They don't have that eternal inheritance that I have. They don't, they don't have the peace that passes all understanding. See, what happens, and this was ASAP. ASAP was writing this. And what happened... He was looking so busy, looking at what the rich people have, what they're doing. What the, he took his eyes off of God. He took his eyes off of God. Why? <laughs> why? Why in the world would 
Elijah, when he was sitting there and he was jousting with the 150 false prophets, and he knew that they was calling a, a, a dead a dead little G-O-D, he knew that, that this God wasn't going to answer. So what he did, he, he sat there, he said, yo, call him, maybe he's on a journey. Ha <laughs> ha, he was joking with him. Yo, maybe he's sleeping. Ha <laughs> ha. But then when he comes down to it, and he says, he gets to him and he says, put more water on there. Put that on there. He rebuilt, he rebuilt the altar. And he, and, he, and he repaired it, and he cut the sacrifice. And he says, listen, put more water. Put more water. Yeah, put some more water on there. Yeah. You ready? Then he told all the people. He told all the people to come near. <laughs> First he told them, he said, if, if, why are you wavering? Because you haven't been looking at your evidence you haven't been looking into your book and he says why are you wavering <laughs> if god be god let him be god if baal be baal you know so it's like well they're calling on the name of the lord they call him baal baal elijah was like call call louder maybe he's on a journey maybe he's taking a nap and he's like, yo, call him some more. Call him. Call him. Call him. There's nothing happening. You know? But then he dug a trench. And he's like, put, put some more water up in there. <laughs> Four barrels of water. I mean, this is just crazy how he did, a, did this. And then when it came time for Elijah, he had looked at the documents and he knew in in the library that God was a, a awesome God that God would 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 part the Red Sea that God killed Pharaoh in the Red Sea after they was trying to come in after the children of Israel he said fire by night cloud by day you know manna dropped down from heaven so he he went to the Lord library and he saw and he knew the evidence the evidence that God had, that God is, that God will do. <laughs> Elijah says, come near, and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. You see what he said? That I have done all these things at thy word. So when you do all of that, and the, the judge says, did you do it? Yes, I did. Did you? Yes, I did. And the accusers say, no, you didn't. Yes, I do. You have any evidence? Do you have any evidence, Elijah? Elijah says, yes, I do. Hear me, O Lord. Hear me that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. This is the evidence, your honor. What's the evidence? Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Don't believe me? Evidence. First Kings 18, 38 and 39. Check it out for yourself. Don't take my word. Check it out for yourself. Do your own research. Don't withhold this evidence from yourself. Read it. <laughs> right? So back to Psalm 73. And he says, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I there and the enemy had you on some roll. Why, 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 why? But then God had to bring you back to reality. But see, but then if you don't want to realize it, guess what? 
you're not going to realize it. You're withholding evidence from yourself. So then he says, then I understood that and surely they did set them in a slippery place. So that means they are in a slippery place. Your feet is on solid ground. Stop complaining and start worshiping and praising. So if your feet is on solid ground and their feet is on a slippery slope, slippery places. So that means one wrong slip and they're gone. You cannot make a wrong move. Why? Because evidence, don't withhold it from yourself. The evidence of Proverbs 3, 5 and 7, 3, 5 and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Lean not unto your own. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Who's directing these people? The wicked. The enemy. You know why? The enemy is directing their paths because he wants them to die in their sins. Because when they die in their sins, then God don't have a chance to snatch them from him. Stop withholding evidence from yourself. Read God's word. And he says, thou castest them down into destruction. How are they brought into desolation as in a moment? They are utterly consumed with terrors as a dream when one awaketh. So, as, so O Lord, when thou awaketh, thou shalt despise their images. Thus my heart has grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was at a, as a beast before thee. Lord, why? Why? Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast hidden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterwards receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides thee. See, that's another misconception. Oh, I want, I want my, I want my heaven and earth. I want, I want it now. I want, I want my heaven on earth. I want this. I want the mansion. I want the car. I want the yacht. I want this. I want money in the bank. I want nice suits. I want this. I want that. And the Bible says, put your affections on things above. Stop withholding the evidence from yourself and put your affections on things above because this world is going to burn up. Yeah, that fly car you got right now, if God spares our life, I-G-S-O-L, if God spares our life in two, three years, go by four years, guess what? You're going to be looking for another car. Eternal life is eternal. You ain't going to be looking for another. Yo, this, I, yo I, I'm tired of this heaven. I don't think you're going to get tired of heaven. I don't think you're going to get tired of the streets of gold. I don't think you're going to get tired of the tree of life. I don't think you're going to get tired of looking in the Lord's face. I don't think you're going to get tired of that. So stop withholding evidence from yourself. Let this world go. Read God's word. Right? And it says, my flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Yeah, you remember when it says, uh, the wicked shall be cut down like the grass and burnt. You know, when, when the Bible talked about my, my father's the husband, husband man and, and and I'm the vine and my father's the husband man and what happens if you don't pr produce fruit he's gonna cut gonna prune you and cut you but see but if you're producing fruit he's gonna cut you so you can produce more fruit so if you're not producing fruit he's gonna cut you and then we're gonna do throw you away you're gonna cut he's gonna cut you you're gonna die See, now, now it's like when you're producing fruit, he's going to cut you so you can produce more fruit, cut you to produce more fruit, and then the fruit 
of righteousness is the tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. Proverbs 11.30. So when you giving fruit and people see that fruit, then they're going to say, hey, man, that's some good fruit you got there. Where'd you get it from? The father, the husband, man. Let me not withhold evidence and show you how to produce some good fruit. Because in here it says, love one another. Love your enemies. It tells you when if you have a, a fault with your brother, you put your gift at the altar and then you go to the brother and you get it right. Then you go back and get your gift. That's growth. That is growth. You're not you're not withholding evidence when you do stuff like that. When you withhold evidence and say, you know what, I ain't doing that. Forget that. Now you're going down guilty. And if they find out that you're withholding evidence, it's like these people who the prosecutors had put in jail for unwrong for 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 a long time for unwrongly putting them in jail. Now they're going to start looking at them. You know and you already know what the fate Satan's fate is already. He he is done. He's done. So that means whatever, if you listen to him, if you listen to him and he, he keeps telling you, persuading you not to read God's word, not to pray, not to fast, not to seek God's face. If he keeps telling you to do that, then you are mishold, you are withholding evidence from yourself. Because you know that he is the accuser of the brother. He's going to tell you, yeah, man, go out there and party. Yeah, go out there and party. Yeah, get drunk. Yeah. And then you know what he's going to say? See, God, look, after he persuades you to go out there, yeah, go get with that girl. Go get with that man. Go get yo, go get with that, that, that married woman, that married man. And he's like, look, look, God, see, see, see. But see, if you're looking into the law if you're looking into this blueprint right in jail they used to call it the law library if you're looking into this law library this book of the law shall not depart from me right you shall dwell on it day and night so this right here is is your evidence for victorious your evidence for 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 success, your evidence to get you, it's going to get you into the kingdom of heaven. So stop withholding this evidence from yourself, right? And then look, let me finish reading Psalms 73. And it says, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. See what happens? Psalm 30, 37, he was withholding evidence. No, no, I'm sorry. Psalm 73, in the beginning, you were withholding evidence. But then when you started reading into the law library of God's law and God's promises and God's blessings, then you started saying, oh, but it's a good, it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the law, God, right? But <laughs> the 37th Psalm says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. You told, he, this is what he's telling. But if you don't read this, you don't know, right? Colossians 3, 1, 17 says, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affections, 
evil consumptuousness and covetousness, which is idolatry, from which things saith the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Hmm. So you gotta, you gotta stop withholding evidence from yourself. Stop withholding evidence from yourself. Because when you withhold evidence from yourself, guess what? You're going to fall. How would you know how to stand if you hold it with evidence from yourself? You know, and it's it's a bad thing when a when a lawyer gets up there and they and they're trying to defend somebody and they're not prepared. You can't defend yourself if you're not prepared. Because when Jesus went into the wilderness for forty days and forty nights and he fasted. And the enemy came at him, and the enemy was telling him all this stuff. He knew the word. It is written. Stop withholding evidence from yourself and start saying, it is written. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for another day, another message. I pray that it sink deep into the soil of somebody's heart. I pray that they understand it. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they dig deep into your law library, your word of God, your holy Bible. It says basic instructions before leaving this earth, Lord Jesus, the word of God, the word that became flesh and dwelt among us, Father, which is you. Father, I pray that they love your word. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they get into it, that they won't be distracted. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they just keep on keeping on. Stay in the sanctuary. Don't be looking at what the wicked is doing. Help them, Lord Jesus, to continue to connect with you, Father. Help us, Lord. Keep the ones that are that are that are falling, that's that's fell to get up. Lord, we all fall, but we can get up, Lord Jesus. The ones that are that don't know you, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you get to know them. I pray that they open that door. And they let you in so you can come in and suck with them. Not for a, a, a little while that you can suck with them forever and ever and ever. Father, Lord, eternity is a long time, Lord Jesus. And I want to I wanna enjoy it with you. And I want to bring as many people as I can so we can all have a great time loving you for what you did for us. So, Father, we just thank you. And we give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you Seeds from God's Word. Follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Planting the Seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com. Write me a letter at James Edward Lambda Third forward slash Planting the Seeds at P.O. Box 30207, Brooklyn, New York 11203-0207. Or you can just go to my Planting the Seeds Linktree page and find everything about me there. Also, I want you to join me every Tuesday. Yes, every Tuesday on the Bible Chat channel, right? Take down this number. Every week we talk about the word of the Lord. We talk about him and we give him praise and honor and glory on this here channel. And the number is 667 770 one five five seven the access code is five nine three four three eight but remember that number right thursday and friday night also my brother darren be on the line and he be preaching the word of god we do prayer requests testimonies come on join us it's like we're having a church online the number again is six six seven 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 zero one five five seven five nine three four three eight and let me tell you about some of my praying sisters right 5 a.m monday to friday right zoom call come on don't put the video on just come on 
379-598-0473. Password is 984-917. Come on, get up, seek the Lord early in the morning. Join us and pray with us, right? And then another Zoom call. Remember, you don't have to put the, the video on, but join us 6 to 6.30 every Monday and Friday only. Zoom 946-2492-1222. Password is 49957. Come on, join us. More power, more prayer. Iron shopping, iron. So have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day in the Lord. Put your hands in His, and remember, always remember this, Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might, not yours, because you're not strong enough. <laughs>